Hi, this is Pastor Jeff with another daily devotional for this Holy Week 2023. We're going to continue looking at Luke's Gospel, chapter 22 today, verses 47 through 53. I'm going to add three more verses, 63 through 65, and then give you some reflections to think about this Easter season. The text says, while he was still speaking, there came a crowd, and the man called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He drew near to Jesus and kissed him. But Jesus said to him, Judas, would you betray the Son of Man with a kiss? And when those who were with him all around saw what would follow, they said, Lord, shall we strike with the sword? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his right ear. But Jesus said, no more of this. And he touched his ear and he was healed. Then Jesus said to the chief priests and the officers of the temple and elders who had come out against him, have you come out as a robber against a robber with swords and clubs? When I was with you day after day in the temple, you did not lay hands on me. But this is your hour and the hour and the power of darkness. Now the men were holding Jesus in custody and mocking him and they beat him. They also blindfolded him and kept asking him, prophesy, who is it that struck you? And they said many other things against him, blaspheming him. If you've ever been out in the countryside or up in the mountains after twilight, you notice that it's very dark. No street lights, only a flashlight maybe that you have in your hands, but you notice the darkness, physical darkness. At this point in Jesus' ministry, this is a time of spiritual darkness. They had had the Passover meal. Uh, Judas had left. He was there with the 11. They walked to Gethsemane, had a time of prayer where the disciples fell to sleep. Now he rose them up because those coming for him was on the horizon. It said while he was still speaking, a crowd came. This is more like a mob. They've got torches and clubs coming to arrest someone that Jesus says is like a robber when he was with them every day in the temple. Jesus was being betrayed by Judas. Earlier in this chapter, Luke says that Satan entered into Judas. So he was one of the realm of darkness. And he betrayed Jesus by a kiss. That was the sign that he gave to the chief priests and the scribes of who Jesus was. But it's interesting. This word for kiss that's used here is also a word for love. Both come from the word phileo. And so it is a betrayal of the highest kind. Shows forth love and yet he's stabbing Jesus in the back at the same time. But Jesus knows his destiny at this point. He had prayed that the cup might pass, but he knows it's the Father's will and the cup is in his hand to drink. Jesus will fulfill this. He will not uh, be against those who are trying to arrest him. But his disciples had other plans. What happens when someone betrays you? Don't you try to get even or take revenge upon them? That's what the disciples do here. Shall we take up the sword? Peter, we learn from one of the other gospels, is one that didn't wait long after the question, but took a swipe at one of the chief priest's servants. 
and he cut off his ear. He was aiming for the head, but got the ear. Jesus said, enough of this. He didn't want the disciples to interrupt God's divine plan of Jesus going to the cross. A civil war at this point in time would do no good. Jesus was destined to go to the cross, and that's where he would go. And so he said no more of this. Then he does something brilliant. We see a flash of light in the darkness. He reaches out and he heals the servant's ear. What an amazing miracle this would have been for all to see. Surely this is the Son of God. They should have thought, but they didn't. And then Jesus gives them an opportunity to to repent. He says, have you come out against me as a robber with swords and clubs? When every day I was with you in the temple and you laid no hands on me then. These words would have been a conviction towards them, a confrontation. Where's your heart? Is it for me or against me? One can't help but wonder about Psalm 2. Let us break our fetters. Let us break these bonds. And the warning comes with it that beware, you rulers and kings of the world, kiss the Son. In other words, have allegiance to Him. Love and adore Him alone. Love the Lord your God alone. This should have convicted Him, but it didn't. Utter silence from those who were coming to arrest Jesus. And so Jesus states the obvious. But this is your hour, the power of darkness. There is a threefold power of darkness that is here. Those who are coming to do Satan's bidding... It's the hour of the earth. Those who are sons of disobedience, carrying out children of wrath that Paul tells us about in Ephesians chapter 2. This is also the hour of hell. It is Satan's hour. Since the garden, the enmity between the seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent, he has been looking to destroy the Son of God. This was his hour where he thought he would finally be victorious by having him arrested and sending him to his death. But what he didn't know is this is also the hour of heaven. This is God's divine plan that will not be thwarted. Though they think the men of the earth and those of hell itself are in victory, their victory is short-lived. It will be defeat because the offspring of the woman will crush the seed of the serpent. And that will take place on the cross. And then it will be verified by the resurrection come Easter morning. Jesus is taken away by these soldiers and guards of the temple. And he is taken to a holding area where they play a very cruel game of blinds man bluff. Where they put a blindfold on Jesus and they're hitting him about the face and, and mouth asking him to prophesy, who hit you? Not understanding that Jesus himself is both the prophet and the prophecy. He is the prophet that God told Moses that he would raise up like him, that he would put his word in his mouth and he would give others all the commands of God. He is also the prophecy from Genesis 3.15, the one that would finally put away Satan's hold and grip on us. He was also not just the prophet, but he was the suffering servant. 
He is the one that will not say a word before the scribes, the Pharisees, the Sanhedrin. And he will willingly drink the cup, go to the cross, and die for you and for me, and be raised for our life. So the question this Easter season, is your kiss of Jesus a kiss of betrayal? Or are you kissing the Son, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who gave his life for you, rose again for eternal life on Easter morning? I hope this is an encouragement for you. God bless.